All right, so I just asked the question, what, what, what would make somebody like Michael Rappaport just, I mean, completely do a 180 on Donald Trump? I, to me, that's shocking. But I do think that there are more and more people that are that are doing just that. 800-859-0957. Let's get to a couple of texts, and we're moving on to Disease X. What do you got, Dave? Got a text from a 586 area code which says, uh, you were asking why we won't be voting for Biden. It's all of what you mentioned, and it's the open borders and the corruption of their family and everyone that's around them. And it's that we want a better life, and we don't want our president to give in to all of these wars. You had a great list. That's why That's why we don't want Look, President I don't, Biden. I, I don't know if that's the definitive list. I, but I think that, again, I, I think that when you put all these together, it could that could come up to a case where you go, I can't do it. I can't do it. Or, or I got to... I got to at least give Donald Trump another look here if those are my options. Another text from the 248 area code says the enemy of my enemy is my friend. That's why I vote Donald Trump. I know Trump cares less about me, but he did a good job. Okay, so this is somebody who who can look past the personality, I guess. I guess. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's about uh, okay. That's about it. All right. 800-859-0957. We'll take more of your calls, your texts. On, on that question. In the meantime, there has been something that's, you know, kind of floated around online now for for a, a bit, and it's Disease X. And in fact, the World Health Organization is talking about Disease X more and more, um, and that they are using that designation as a placeholder for an unknown infectious condition that could be capable of causing an an epidemic or a pandemic as it as it potentially could spread worldwide. It goes back to 2017. It was just it's just a placeholder um, until they discover a pathogen or an unknown pathogen that that would they would then name and give a, a definition to kind of like they did with with uh, COVID-19. Dr. Matthew Sims of Corwell Health. He's the director of infectious disease research. He joins us on this. Doc, good to have you back. Thanks, I'm happy to be back. Uh, talk to me about about a little bit what Disease X is and why the World Health Organization seems to be so so focused on it at the moment. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Disease X is not anything specific. It's hypothetical, right? It's what's the next big problem we're going to face. Um, you know, and I'm, I've talked about this, you know, many, you know, I've been talking about COVID since, you know, January of 2020, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things I've said, um, which is, you know, it's, it's a sort of funny thing to think to, to say, um, is in some ways, we were incredibly lucky with COVID, right? Because while it was amazingly contagious, and a lot of people died, right? It, its mortality was actually relatively low, right? It was in the end around one and a half to 2%, right? But when you look at the other coronaviruses that cause severe disease in humans, you had the original SARS, which was something like 12% mortality. You have MERS, which is 43% mortality. Now, can you imagine the scenario where you have the contagiousness of COVID and the mortality of MERS, right? It would have completely destroyed human society. Sure. So in in the sense of, I mean, this has been, you know, they've used designation um, disease X 
for for a number of years now, going back to 2017. Mm-hmm. What are, are there preparations underway? Is there are are they are they looking into how to better prepare for a pandemic or epidemic? How do they use that as a way to to prognosticate what could be coming down the pipe and and potentially how to stop it? Yeah, so there's a lot of preparation underway, a lot which is in the background, and even with all of that, we will sometimes going to get caught flat-footed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we don't know where the next disease is going to come from. All we know is that we continue to get new diseases, right? And part of that's just the sort of normal evolution of pathogens, and part of that has to do with just how much the human race travels around the world and how much we're going to areas where you know, human beings haven't been before, you know, into the, the depths of, you know, uh, the Amazon and into different areas. And we're changing the environment, right? So if we do construction in an area that was all wild, you know, the animals and insects that from that area are going to move outward and carry whatever they have with them. So that's why you get diseases that sort of migrate around the world or into different parts that, where they weren't there before. Yeah. So, for example, um, Chagas disease, which is carried by insects and it's native to South America, is now in the southern parts of the United States because um, those because of you know construction and and movement of people and whatnot, which have sort of forced those insects into more northern areas. Mm. We saw that with Zika virus, right? We've seen that with any number of things over the years. Um, so what the uh, WHO um, and the CDC and others are trying to do is is predict what might be coming and figure out sort of ways to deal with it in on a hypothetical basis, right? If you say, if we have a disease that spreads this fast and in this manner, what's the best way to interrupt it? How do we do this? So back when SARS came, you know, in, in like around 2000-ish um, or 2003-ish rather, yep. um, you know, the uh, um, one of the things the WHO did is they put out an announcement that said no travel to these cities, period. Right. Right. right? Now, people question whether they even had the right to do that, but they did it. And you know what? We don't have SARS anymore mm. because in part because of that. That's not the only thing that did it, but it was a major piece of it. So at some point, when you have these global pandemics, I mean, the part of the biggest problem we had with COVID is we didn't have a completely unified global response. Yeah, we had different countries doing different things and different people doing different things and you know different levels of enforcement and whatnot. But you know, if we had a a a better global response, we would have you know probably done a bit better. Good insights, Dr. Matthew Sims at Corwell Health. Thanks so much, uh, as always. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, take care. Yep, you got it. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we'll, we'll squeeze in a call here before we go to break. I want to get to more of your calls and your texts coming up uh, at, in the 3 o'clock hour. Get you cu- caught up on a couple of other news stories today as well. 800-859-0957. My question just, why are more, why are more and more people starting to make this switch to Donald Trump after voting for Joe Biden or or not being Republicans, conservatives, but but for some reason they're gravitating towards Donald Trump for some reason. Why do you think that is? Ken's in Attica. He's got some thoughts. Hello, Ken. Hi, Chris. Hey. Uh, just uh, kind of a response to the gentleman that called that was kind of all crazy about the, uh, the flip 
from mm-hmm. excoriating Trump to kind of maybe maybe so. There, I just wanted to recommend a video if uh, if you get the opportunity. It's called uh, "The Business of Paradigms" by Joel S. Barker. It was produced around 1990, and uh, he demonstrated quite handily there that when information, when we receive information that doesn't fit the paradigm, our paradigm, whatever that is, mm-hmm. it's very difficult, almost impossible to see it. Yeah. And uh, it was just really a well done, well done video made for business, but uh, it really demonstrated how we perceive things yeah, it, it probably translates certainly to politics. Ken, it's it's good, uh, good, good stuff. Good recommendation. I'll check it out. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. We'll get to more of your calls, your texts coming up next. Also, bad news for the Biden administration as it pertains to the inflation number. We'll talk about that coming up in the three o'clock hour as well. Busy still yet today. A lot to do. Don't go anywhere as we continue on JR Afternoon.